Hello. Hello. So, here we are. I don't even... I don't even know how to process what just happened. Right. Like, on any level. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in a variety of ways. On the level where I'm like, wow, Downton Abbey is, like, over. Yeah. Like, that was the end of Downton Abbey. That was it. But also... But also, that, that was, the, was end the end of, of Downton, Downton Abbey? Abbey? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Why? Yeah. It was uh, just a resounding shrug. It was. Like, every... T- okay, so two things kept happening <laughs> right. on our ITV player. Yeah. First of which was just it would freeze uh-huh. randomly, but like at amazingly hilarious moments <laughs> yeah. where like something incredibly stupid had happened. <laughs> and the like bemused look that somebody would give would just like hold for an extra like two seconds. It was awesome. So funny. Yeah. That and then I guess it wasn't because of the ITV player. Just mm-hmm. in the show. It just in the show. Just people kept being like, eh, you yeah. know, like Anna comes out and she's like, oh, eh, pregnant. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, just anytime anybody shrugged <laughs> and was like, what? We don't know. Like, no, the editing was weird. The, I don't know what, like, so I had two theories about Julian Fells' writing process. One of which was that he had, like, had a box full of ideas and did not realize it was completely empty until he sat down to write it. Um, <laughs> and the other is that he just, like, he did his first draft of the Christmas special. And he was like, okay, now I had to do it. God, I'm so sick of it. Forget it. Forget it. They can just do the first draft. What are they going to do? Cancel the show? I'm so tired of this. <laughs> See, I have a third theory, okay. which is that he actually had like a Google Doc that's like, you know, Downton Abbey, you know, lines for Downton Abbey. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, miscellaneous lines. <laughs> and he just took that and then rearranged it <laughs> into a script. Yeah. Um, so the entirety of this episode is like, hey, here's the status quo. We're going to change things, but then guess what? We're returning to the status quo, which I know is basic storytelling. Right. But, but like in such ridiculous ways. Yeah. Ways that are completely unnecessary. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, several of these plot lines are just because we're meant to like feel this something, but everything gets undone within like 20 minutes. So. Did we cry? Yes. Yeah. We cried when Maggie Smith was nice to McGee. Yeah. Which I think is a fitting way for us to end. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I do. Guys, I hate this show and I love this show so much. And now I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. I know, baby. <laughs> well, you I mean, know. I know we still have the American right. airing. But it's just like there's never going to be a, a new way that things get messed up for Edith. Yeah. And like we can't make fun of Mr. Bates' cane anymore. <laughs> I know, baby. Why it's... Why was Baxter in this episode? <laughs> why was she in any episode? She never advanced the plot or did anything. <laughs> that was actually in the first like 10 minutes. <laughs> Mosley's like, oh, I'm going to walk down to the village. And she's like, I might go with you. And like, that was this whole, yeah. this whole Christmas special was just people being like, oh, I might go. Not they definitely were. Right. <laughs> just they thought they might. People accompanied on errands. That's the theme. Oh, of my this. God. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's. There's a lot to do. Edith plus tree equals true love forever. That is true. Edith finally finally married nothing bad happened nobody fell in some butterscotch that's right and you know the obstacle that the 
like the ridiculous obstacle was this mother who could never countenance such uh moral failing as Edith had, had exhibited, uh, but who it turns out was really just fine with it once and somebody I never was like got clear on what his cousin did. Yeah, was he gay or something? Oh wait, I think he was. I think he was. Yeah. Now that I remember, because he's no, like, oh yeah, he just like up, never got married. Yeah, and yeah. Everybody was like, that's weird. And yeah. He was like, ah, <laughs> Bob's your uncle. Eh? <laughs> what are you like? <laughs> I assume. Yeah, that's probably how it went. <laughs> Making some very broad assumptions about what his life was. Yeah. Anyway, so like they go because remember, Edith's going to be Lady Hexham now, right? And outranks Mary. Mm-hmm. In every, Mary doesn't even have her own plot line. No, she doesn't. Like, every time she shows up, she's like, I'm still here. Yeah. But I'm nice now, and therefore very uninteresting. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all she is, is just nice to people the whole time. No. I mean, she, like, she sets Edith and old, uh, Birdie back up. Like, she stages their reunion. But that probably would have happened anyway, and like, just right? all different. Especially if he said he'd already changed his mind and wants her back. Like, yeah. it's fine. Like, she buys a hairdryer. Like, that's what she does. <laughs> she doesn't even buy it. Anna buys it. Well, right. By mail. She doesn't even go to a store. <laughs> That is actually a scene in this special is Anna unwrapping what I thought was going to be like a fun baby thing. <laughs> yeah. And no, it's just a hairdryer just for Lady hair Mary. And I'm like, are you buying that out of your own pocket money? Lady Mary can certainly afford it. I would think, yeah. Okay, so Edith's like, hey, Bertie's mom, even though Bertie was like, we can't tell my mom yeah. that you have this wedlock baby that you stole twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, because she'll break with us uh-huh. if she finds out. And Edith is like, this is not okay. Yeah. She's like, this is a weird situation and I'm not going to like have every happiness of like, and Bertie is such a baby about it. Yeah. Cause yeah. he's like, oh, cause he's like, oh, well I'm, you know, I'm not going to let her push me around anymore. I'm like, except for how you're continuing to let her push right. me around. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So Edith's like, no, I will tell her. And she's like, oh, well, I'm fine with it now. Mm-hmm. Essentially. And that is almost exactly what happens. Yeah. It, and like Lord Grantham is in there. He also has no plot. Yeah, that's true. Now that his angina is cleared up. Right. Um, so he's like whispering to her at the engagement announcement dinner, which like they didn't cancel. Yeah. And she's like being a weird bitch about it. But then yeah. he's like, Oh, you know, old girl. And she's like, you know, cheers. And I don't know what happens. <laughs> That was weird. Yeah. Um, I wonder, I almost wonder if the American edit of this will be longer just because there are a bunch of things that really felt like random, like voiceover lines of dialogue that felt shoehorned in and some yeah, things like that. Yeah, I agree. That. It'll be interesting to see yeah. what that is. Yeah, yeah. But at any rate, uh, the wedding happens. Yes. They decide that, oh, Christmas would be a great time for this wedding to happen. Right. So they have the wedding. Um, it goes off without a hitch, even though the whole, like, through the ceremony, we're like, oh my god, Vera Bates is gonna bust in. <laughs> with a pie. <laughs> she came in with the baking pie! <laughs> Stop the wedding! <laughs> Just, they're like, why? She's like, I'm Vera Bates. <laughs> That's right. I'm ruining lives! I'm a life ruiner! Ah, oh, Vera Bates, truly the Regina George. <laughs> Of Downton Abbey's old lady mean girls. <laughs> because Isabel and Maggie Smith are basically like if Karen and uh, uh-huh. Lacey Chabert were just like hanging out, mm-hmm. you know? Like Maggie Smith is clearly like Lacey Chabert. Sure. And then Isabel is just like, I have ESPN. <laughs> 
Okay, so the wedding happens. Rose is there. Yeah. And Shrimpy. <laughs> Susan has not been invited. Yeah. Uh, after she, if you remember from last year's Christmas special. Right. Uh, that there was definitely that whole plot line where she set Atticus up to get photographed with some chippy. Yeah. So yeah. she's officially uninvited to the family, even though she is actually their blood relative. Yeah. Which well, is great. Yeah, that is great. Um, they're there. They have the wedding. Mm-hmm. Edith's like, wow, I'm actually ha-. like, and there's so much meta stupid bullshit dialogue in this <laughs> yes. where Edith's like, by the way, everybody, we can finally fucking swear again after hey, our last family fuck, friendly fuck, podcast. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Fuck, man, that was hard. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It didn't Christ. feel hard until the last day to me. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, why are we doing this? <laughs> I mean, it was a good exercise, but we'll never do that again. <laughs> sure. God put us here to swear. <laughs> yeah. That is what I believe. That's my Christmas miracle. <laughs> anyway, um, Edith's like, oh, I'm so happy. I never thought that would happen. And everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. There is like not even enough McG in this. There isn't. It is ridiculous. And she has my favorite line reading in the whole episode, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's in Thomas's storyline. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Will we? Did I write that? Yeah, I wrote it down. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so they get married, and then they go off on their honeymoon, and they're shipping Marigold to, you know, Balmoral, or the name of that castle. Right. They're just putting a tag on or dropping off at the railway station. Yeah. Because that's, and they're putting know. a marmalade sandwich in her hat. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> She's a very rare bear. <laughs> She's an illegitimate bear. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that all works out fine, and Mary is nice through the whole thing, yeah. which is pretty boring. Yeah. Um, Carson's palsy. Yeah. So at some point... Carson's pouring some wine at dinner and his hand shakes and he spills the wine. Right. And he is like, Ooh. and everybody else is like, um, sometimes people spill things, Carson. And yeah. he can't let it go. No. Because it turns out he has Carson's palsy. Yes. Is what I'm going to call Carson's it. Carson's disease. Since it apparently <laughs> has no name and right. no treatment. Well, it's because he said it happened to his grandfather and his father and that there's no even real diagnosis. And like, maybe there wasn't a real diagnosis when your grandfather got it in 1843, <laughs> but there might be a diagnosis now. Right. Like, and you I mean, should look, check there- that. was definitely <laughs> dr god dr clarkson he is the worst fucking doctor he is he is this motherfucker <laughs> oh no he didn't misdiagnose no, no, initially right. okay no I, all right yeah. we'll cut you some slack yeah no you know what he's not that guy that killed sybil he's the worst doctor. yes okay. yeah yeah anyway um so like carson is like well i have to resign Right. And Mrs. Hughes is like, somebody's got to stand up for the South. Somebody's got to stand up to his mouth. <laughs> yes. And um, he's like, I'm going to resign. And everybody's like, but you can't resign. He's like, but guys, this is just going to get worse. Like, yeah. even though it's not a real diagnosis. Like, yeah. I, I know how me. this is going to go. Yeah. Like, 50% of my job is pouring things into other things. Well, and like- Dumb Dumb Mary and Dumb Dumb Lord Grantham are like... <laughs> Oh, Carson, what if we hire someone and you're just sort of here sometimes? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I would never take that. No butler mm-hmm. that you need to be a butler in this house would take that motherfucking job. Right. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. But I'm like, he's still going to live on the like in that house. Right. And Mrs. Hughes still works there. Yeah. Like, it's not like he's being the banished the to the hinterlands. Yeah. But 
Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, this all resolves itself in a way that we will explain when we get to the <laughs> different part that is also what resolves it. Yeah. Um, Murdy was dying, but now he's fine. That's yeah. super. <laughs> like, what the living hell like, is that? The first two thirds of this plot line are all perfectly good. Probably about the best in this special, really. Yeah, actually, I, mean, we were, I didn't hate this. Yeah, we were kind of into it. Uh, cause Murdy is like, hey, Isabel, so here's the thing. I am dying. He I- has pernicious anemia, which yeah. is real. Yeah. I thought it was like a vermicious kid. <laughs> yeah, no, it turns out that's a real thing and, you know, fatal, at least in 1925. It's no longer fatal. Mm-hmm. Pernicious anemia rather than an iron deficiency is actually the body's inability to absorb the B12 vitamin. Oh, okay. So eventually they figured out that they could like give injections. Mm that would like bypass um the intestine okay but i thought that was going to be the plot of this is that like isabel like pioneers like the (laughs) vitamin injections and i'm really bummed out that instead it was just like surprise yeah it was hemoglobin all along yeah or just you know he died Mm -hmm. because he's an old guy and that was you know like people die like not on this show yeah um not unless you're dan stevens (laughs) or jessica brown finley yeah but in any case, uh, or William, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so basically when his evil daughter-in-law and son find out that he is dying, they like, you know, lock him in the attic, essentially, yeah, and won't and they allow feed him donuts with powdered sugar on it, <laughs> which is actually cyanide. Okay. They don't. That's the plot of flowers in the attic. Yeah, I gathered as much. Um, yeah, but they will not allow Isabel entry, and she tells Maggie Smith about all this, and Maggie Smith is like, fuck that, we're going. We're getting it. Uh, and so they go, and uh, Isabel's like, yeah, y- your children have been not announcing when I'm here and denying me entry, and uh, you're coming with me. Mm-hmm. You gotta get out of here. And also, let's get married. And he's like, that would be marvelous. And, and like, Larry and his wife are like, but, 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 and he's like, no, take the house. I don't even care. Yeah. I- freaking hate you too yeah and no he's like i love you as a son and i'm like why well what he says is i love you as a son but i've never managed to like you mm-hmm. so that's you know as far as he's it's going just, you to know get. i read a lot of things on jezebel.com about separating from your toxic relatives mm. we don't have this situation but it's right. just like i always like uh yeah to be fair he separates from his toxic relatives he separates from his toxic relatives and, so good job murdy yeah, moves in with murdy and then is miraculously you know not healed but you know it's decided that the diagnosis was actually wrong and yeah he's because he's like i should be dead by now yeah. and dr clarkson is like yes you should <laughs> i'm certainly not any keep good at keeping people alive i don't anyway um yeah so they're happy yeah so, and it's great yeah i mean you know yeah we we've we been love rooting Murnabelle. for Murnabelle all along is and, and yeah they're uh it would all worked out for those crazy kids guys Daisy owns a farm, <laughs> but for real this time. Yeah. Uh, also, she gets a haircut. She does. We really don't have to say anything else about that, <laughs> but we will. Yeah. I'm just saying, that's literally all that happens to her. Well, she's like, I don't like Andy. And then she's like, now I do like Andy. And that w- that happened. I'm like, Andy liked her, but then like they couldn't match it up. And like Mrs. Patmore was just whining the whole time. Yeah. Very, also very really... weak plot. Yeah. She also really did not have anything going on. Uh, I mean, I guess, she often doesn't, but... I guess Pat Mason is a thing now. I guess so, yeah. Mace more. 
Julian Fellows. Yeah. You do not have to make sure that literally every single person has a partner at the end of this or like a possible partner. I, well, I, I wish you told now, me that before I wrote this Christmas special. Now Edith's editor is probably going to marry Tom. Probably. Because yeah. she caught the wedding bouquet and they talked twice. Yeah. So I think that about covers it there. <laughs> Anyway, so, like, Daisy is, like, weighing the pros and cons of, like, leaving service and, like, moving to the farm. Right. She eventually, spoiler alert, moves to the farm. Right. Or she's decided she's going to move to the farm, and I guess she and Andy are going to get married or something. Well, she never realized Andy wore short sleeves sometimes, and once she saw that, she was like, oh. Yeah. I mean, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah. I I have to say, of all the footmen that they've had, apart from Thomas, who's Mm -hmm. very handsome, like, he's the best-looking one. Yeah. I think that's true. Uh, Matthew, The Goods Good. Uh, that is a movie, The Goods, starring Jeremy Piven. Uh, written by Neil Brennan, co-creator of Chappelle Show, about Jeremy Piven as a used car salesman. I only bring this up because what Downton Abbey decided to do when they got Matthew Good, uh, star of the silver screen. That's right. They said, oh, by gosh, by golly, what if he and uh, Alan Leach, who also barely in this, again, right. we hate that character so much now oh, yeah. that we're fine with it. Yeah. But he basically exists to, like, pick up the dog and right. hand people martinis. Yeah. Oh, we'll have some sweet burns ready for him by the time we do the full recap. Oh, we sure will. Yeah. But anyway, so they decide... And oh, okay. So the thing starts, and like basically the first spoken line of dialogue is Lady Mary being like, "Are you all right, darling? Are you thinking about the crash again?" And it's like, "Who is now?" Keep bringing it up. No. She comes over, okay, and I had forgotten that they had their quickie wedding completely. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What happened with them?" Like, <laughs> yeah, that is what happened, and I had forgotten yeah, that they they and got super hitched. So he's like, oh, you know, I don't blame myself for Charlie's death anymore. And we were like, you never should have. <laughs> right. But uh, we look. Sure. But also, like, how long has this been? Like, has um, it been a week? Uh, right. Has it been a couple months? Like, how much time have you had to grieve? Darling, we've been married for 36 hours now. <laughs> I think it's time you got over that crash. <laughs> No, so he he's, is like, I don't want to race anymore. He's lost his driving spirit. <laughs> sure as shooting, he's <laughs> lost it. But he also doesn't want to just be a worthless good for nothing. I don't know why. (laughs) Like, Tom says a whole thing about like, oh, you know, it's hard for women to understand that men are defined by what we do. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you mean like the time that you were a chauffeur and then you were a journalist and then you were a Fenian and then you were an estate agent and And then then you were a mechanic and then you were a mechanic and then you were an estate agent again. Yeah. And now. You're just an asshole in a tuxedo, like all the rest of them. <laughs> anyway, so Matthew Good, very convinced that he needs to like earn his keep for reasons that Mary does not care about. She's right. like, I don't care. She's like, right. I'm rich. My son is going to own this place one yeah. day. We are like set for life. And it's clear that he knows that she doesn't care, that it's just for himself. But Which is true. Yeah. No, and again, they have no conflict. Right. Like, the entire thing is him being like, oh, darling, do you mind? And she's like, mind? <laughs> like, that's their entire arc. <laughs> that is. That's thing. exactly. Like, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, and real. also she's pregnant. Oh, yeah. But, like, who cares? Yeah. Like, we already know who's going to, like, get the estate. Well, you know, not if this future uh, baby has anything to say about it. <laughs> oh, man. <gasps> See, that would be a Downton Abbey worth watching. <laughs> 
<laughs> Never let up on the bitchery, Julian Fellows. Here, here. Okay. Anyway, they open, you know, Talbot and whatever the hell his last name is. Yeah. Branson. Branson. <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say Branson. <laughs> He keeps changing his name. Uh, and Mary's like happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tom's like, oh, there's no shame in being married to Mr. Rolls or Mr. Royce. And I'm like, they're the guys who make the cars. Yeah. They invented the cars. They're not the guys who sell them. <laughs> well, they've got plans to build up to that because I think that's the way it works. Well, you hang start on. Out selling used cars. Let me just go check the alarm on my Talbot and Branson vehicle <laughs> that no one ex- <laughs> Anyway. Uh, that editor. We already talked about that. Yeah. Oh, yes. And this then, okay, this leads, I wrote funny names for things and then I was like, did I? <laughs> right. Um, okay. Danker gonna dank. Yes. So Danker knows something. Right. The most important thing I think about this <laughs> Christmas special is that Danker is front and center. Absolutely. There wasn't enough Danker. Julian Fellows heard the outcry from all of the show's fans. Actually, you know what actually happened? Uh, I heard in England when people left The Force Awakens, like they left and they're like, man, I just wish Danker was there. <laughs> 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 they were like, she'd be a great... A great, like, night of Ren or whatever Kylo Ren is. <laughs> yeah. I don't I, I, I wasn't even Ren. paying attention. <laughs> no, I, I know. was just so distracted because there's no tanker. <laughs> oh, if only her meddlesome butt had been there. Spoiler alert, wouldn't have happened. <laughs> That's right. Anyway. Okay. So. Oh, Kylo Danker. Um, and Lady Edith. You could have just fucking called him on the goddamn telephone. Well, that's true. Because she... Okay, so Henry Talbot is for some reason driving her to England. London. You know what I mean. I do. He's driving her to England. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've been in Lapland this whole time. And now you can drive from one or the other. At any rate. Uh, and she's like, oh, I have to call at the Dawa house. And so she does. And she's there to see Spratt, who, yeah. if you recall correctly is the advice columnist for her magazine and mm-hmm. very popular. Yeah. And so she's come to tell him that he wants, she wants his column to be a full page now. Yeah. So this is a, you know, promotion yeah. for Spratt. Absolutely. And like, and you know, she's like, Oh, sit down. And he's like, uh, are you sure you want me to do that? She's like, well, we do when you're in London. And he's like, yeah, but like, this isn't London. Yeah. And she's like, I know it's <laughs> Right. <laughs> yes. Merry Christmas. <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, the thing about it is, Danker plot lines are as predictable as Scooby Doo episodes. <laughs> it's like she comes up with some cockamamie scheme, and then it goes. And she would have gotten away with it too, except that Sprat always wins. <laughs> right. Like, and then so nobody ends up fired ever. I mean, I don't blame Maggie Smith for not wanting to train up a new lady's maid at her age. Right. But forgot, just let Sprat be your lady's maid. Yeah. Anyway. He's great. I mean, clearly, he knows the ladies. Mm-hmm. So she... Uh, it's a whole convoluted thing, and honestly, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, well, because she's like, well, I'll just... Again, her standard plot, I'll just hint about something about... uh Honesty. Yeah. And how I value honesty, and isn't it terrible that Mr. Spratt... Do- like, as if Mr. Spratt has ever cared about anything that you said. Yeah. He has not. He has not. No, and it's it just, you know, goes on for scene after scene. And then finally Maggie Smith is like, no, that's all fine. And laughs. 
I guess the best thing is there's no broth. <laughs> there's not a broth. There's no broth. That's true. Okay. All right. McGeneral Hospital. <laughs> this is what passes for a McGee plot line now, apparently. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Elizabeth McGovern, like, got in a fight with Julian Fellows, <laughs> like, last year or something. Yeah. But she, so she's in charge of the hospital now, as we'll recall, and she's been doing hospital-related things all the time. It's a full-time job. Yeah. Which, of course, Lord Grantham wouldn't understand. He never even managed the estate properly. That's right. Uh... Yeah, and so he's, like, cranky about it, but then he goes, because she's, like, chairing some public, like, hospital board meeting or something, so he goes... It was, like, a town hall. Yeah, yeah, uh, and so he goes and, like, watches and is like, oh, man, she's great, uh, and so then later he tells her that she's great, and she's like, oh, good, and yeah. I mean, they got the final words in, didn't they? Unless it was McGee and... Maggie Smith, that wasn't... I that happened, and then there was that weird exchange between Isabel and Maggie Smith that oh, I was right. like, that I, we could have not had that. Yeah. No, they got the last okay. word. Okay. Because Maggie Smith was like, oh, you know, they were saying, oh, we have to push into the future. And then Maggie oh, Smith right. was like, oh, if only we could go into the past. And I was like, that's... Yeah, that was... Unnecessary. It was unnecessary. No, but I mean, Robert and Cora have a nice, like, yeah, oh, yeah, moment at the end. We're like, do. oh, hey, like, let's just get old together, boo. Yeah. And we're all yeah. very happy for Yeah, them. that was nice. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Although I wished McBricker would have come back. <laughs> Son of Bates! <laughs> <laughs> That's right, everybody. There's another Bates in the world. <laughs> it's a boy <laughs> whose name we don't know. Right. Oh, also Rose has a daughter named something something Rachel. Yeah. Um, Cora. Cora. Victoria Vic- Rachel? Victoria Rachel Cora, I think. Yeah. Maggie May, Martha Marlene, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, not present, ineligible for cutest baby. Yeah, man, they yeah. really, you know, screwed the pooch on that one. I yeah. would have loved to see Rose's baby. Yeah, we did get to see, by the way, the new puppy here and there. Yes, that was nice. Very cute new puppy. Yeah, we might have to enter it into consideration for cutest baby because honestly, the babies were not around a lot this season. Not a lot, no. So we'll we'll see how we have handle that. Particular... Marigold still looks like an alien. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Anna's pregnant. And most of the plot line is of just people saying, oh, you're pregnant. And she's like, yeah, I'm still working also. And We do get a shot of them in the boot room. Yeah. It's her, Andrew, and uh, Baxter. And Thomas just rolls in to say, like, hey, remember when I tried to kill myself that time? Thanks for, like, saving me, guys. Yeah. And they're like, no worries, man. He's like, sorry it took me so long to say, <laughs> but, like, there's always other people around. And I'm like, not in the boot room. <laughs> but I guess they've, like, reclaimed the boot room for good. Or yeah. something. No, that's it's it's yeah, not just for boots and evil anymore. Okay, so Anna's pregnant, and that is literally a plot, apparently. Yeah. Um, in media. Yeah. So and also she gets that hair dryer. <laughs> right. Um Yeah. Pregnant hair dryer. And then, of course, on the day of Lady Edith's wedding, which mm. is New Year's Eve, yeah. uh Anna, of course, goes into labor in Lady Mary's room and has to deliver her son in that room. Yeah. And like I love how they're like like, you guys can, like, hang out here, but, like, we're going to need it back. Yeah, like, I know. Like, don't be, like, forever. Yeah, clean up on your way out. Bye. Um, yeah, that's pretty much, you know. Yeah, there was no complications or anything. Which, actually, that's a no, relief. I mean, that, I'm, yeah. I'm glad there wasn't we've, some we've cockamamie, you know, right. eclampsia, son of eclampsia going on. <laughs> sure, yeah. So, uh, they've got a baby. They seem happy about it. Uh, and, you know, good for Anna, at least. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bates died on his way back to his home planet. 
Thomas's new groove. Yeah. So after all of that hand wringing the whole season, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can't find a job. Nobody will give me a job. Blah, 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 blah. Thomas gets a different job. Right. He makes up with everybody at Downton Abbey. They yeah. all love Thomas now. He gets a big farewell scene and everybody's like, oh, and this is where he says goodbye to McGee. And says, because Lady E doesn't happen to be there that day, and it's like, oh, say goodbye to Lady Edith for me. And she says, we'll always so be, be so grateful for you saving her from that fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Elizabeth McGovern really earned her paycheck. <laughs> she did. With that. Yeah. Mm, what a stinker. <laughs> okay, so Thomas has this other job, right. and it's for this elderly couple yeah. that are kind of crabby. Yeah, and it's just these two old people and then two other, like, a uh, two other maids and him, and that's there's it. There's a cook, and then I think there's a maid. A, a, a cook and a maid. Anyway, right, right, but it's yeah. a dower house situation. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a drudge there I, that has been there all along at the dower house, by the way. We sure. see her run into uh, Danker when Danker is eavesdropping. Yeah. Maybe she, I mean, she probably just comes in... As a charwoman. As a charwoman, yeah, you would think. Um. Anyway... Thomas is just like bored. Yeah. He's like sad and bored. He has nobody there's to talk cl- to. There's he a was, clock there for him to whine. He was all, yeah, I know, I saw it. He was all excited that he might make new friends, but then there's just nobody there to make friends with, so. So he's sad, and he comes back for Edith's wedding. Mm-hmm. When, lo and behold, Mr. Carson has a whole outburst because of his palsy. Yeah. And, like, we knew this was going to happen. Like, yeah. as soon as Thomas left and then Mr. Carson had palsy, we were like, well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could see it coming a mile away. Yeah. So. So, Mary and Lord Grantham, once again, in their infinite wisdom, were like, oh, well, Barrow can just be here and he won't mind if Mr. Carson's just, like, around sometimes. Yeah. And everybody and, actually is fine with this. Yeah, so. they all are. I wish I, I wish then that at that point I wanted the final scene of this show to be like just, you know, silence, a darkened room. Thomas puts on his butler's, you know, livery for the first time mm-hmm. and then just ha 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 Just the laughing? No yeah. dialogue? No, just, I mean, you know, could say something about the fire. And his, you know, 15-year plan has finally reached fruition. <laughs> There's a new butler now. And to think he only wanted to be a valet for so long. I know. Um, yeah, so that's fine. Like, things are <laughs> things are different than they were when it started, but mostly they're the same. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it just puts it on. It's like, okay, for my first move, I'm firing Mr. Bates. I've meant to for years. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> you thought I'd forgotten, but I had not. But he was my Batman. <laughs> Remember that, guys? Yeah. Remember wow. the Boer War? We've come a long way, baby. We have come a long way. Did we way. forget anything? Um, I don't think so. I don't I think, think so that either. Was that it. was it. I mean, you know, little things here and there that we'll pick up in the full recap, mm-hmm. but those are all the, all the main developments. And yeah, here we are. You know, everybody's paired up. Everybody's having babies. Everybody's happy. I guess. Like, even... Apparently, I guess Baxter and Molesley are gonna like. You are know, they gonna hook up? I don't know. Like, oh, we skipped so that. Fa- Molesley's a teacher who lives oh, at right. a thing now. Yeah, I wasn't quite clear on what's going on there. Yeah, but that is the case that Molesley's a teacher now. Baxter still like smiles feebly at things, so <laughs> <laughs> she's doing great. <laughs> she decided not to go see Coil. Right. The guy with the jewels. Yeah, because we all still cared about yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, out. are they seriously bringing that up again? And yeah, they were. They were. And they did. And it's not, there's again, there's not even a plot line. It's just like, you know, I'm not going to go see Coyle again. Yeah. 
<laughs> she <laughs> might not go see <laughs> We've got that cleared up. Oh, why, Baron Fellows? It's been so long. What did we... Come on. We got to say the things that we enjoyed. Yeah. Because... We I did enjoy it. I was I will say this is I think it's the first year that we've done it with commercials. Yeah. Which is a long time. Yeah. Like it's very long. I know there's no way to right. see it any quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just like, oh, this is taking like a lot longer. Right, right. Um oh God, we finally saw that Nicole Kidman movie Meerkat commercial. Oh yeah, we skipped the ad you report. Guys. Yeah. Ew. Things have taken a disturbing turn in Nicole Kidman's relationship with an animated meerkat. Um, we're concerned for her safety. Yeah. It's like going from Scientology to this is not the answer. What about Toby Keith? <laughs> or Keith Urban? Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. Yeah. Sorry, Toby Keith has the bar and grill. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. I mean, for all I know, so does Keith Urban. Yeah, but not in the same way. He that wouldn't Toby put his Keith. name on it. That's He's right. just like a quiet, silent partner investor. Yeah. Um, okay. I saw that. A lot of fun furniture sales coming up for Boxing Day. Absolutely, yeah. Have they been using the same Amazon Prime ads the whole time? Because Because all of those costumes are first season costumes. Yeah. And of course, anytime that they do them, I'm like, there's never that many people. Right. That we wouldn't recognize. No, it's true. But, you know, I mean, there's clearly, you know, they've clearly used it at least two seasons in a row with no changes at all. True. Anyway. Yeah. If you know, give us a tweet. That's right. A carrier pigeon. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. I was so happy that Edith got what she wanted. I was, too. Like, I'm... You know... I just don't believe Mary when she says how in love she is with that guy. Right. Whatever. She's got Carson. They're they're equally attractive and, you know, whatever. They'll they'll get by. Mrs. Hughes remains amazing. Yeah. I mean, she also had nothing to do. Yeah. And, uh, no, and a bunch of the scenes, it was like, you know, oh, Rose is here. And like, everybody's like, oh, Rose. And then it's like Lady Rosamond and, uh, Lord Grantham come in like, oh, Julian Fellows forgot to put us in this scene. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, and the whole Isabel Murdy thing, that was really, I mean, that was enjoyable pretty much all the way through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. You and know, I mean, even, an enjoyable, it's been one of our favorite relationships on yeah, the show because, yeah. The contrivances there are very real feeling. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fact that he has this horrible son who isn't going to change, like, that's an actual problem. Yeah, yeah. And they handled it really well, Mm -hmm. I thought, up until the emergency non-diagnosis. Right, but apart from that, which is a minor thing, and it's not Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's not like we wanted Murdy dead. No, absolutely not. Yeah. It's so crazy that everything happened on the same day. (laughs) It's pretty weird. (laughs) A holiday, too. Mm -hmm. Like... Usually your doctor doesn't give you, like, medical news in church, let alone on a holiday. <laughs> that's right. That is unusual. Yeah, but I think that's it, man. I think this... it is. Yeah. That's it. That's it's wistful, That's Downton Abbey. That is. It's all of it. It's over now. Yeah. We're not over with it, but, you know, we'll, we'll still be living in it for another couple months mm-hmm. here, but, yeah. No, well, I mean, thanks to all of you in the UK mm-hmm. slash pirates. That's right. We're glad we've done these instant takes the last two years. Yeah, it's a we different have. thing. It has been, and it's been it's been good. I'm I'm glad. And we're glad we got to watch the finale along with you and yeah. your adverts. Mm-hmm. So happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Uh, happy Boxing Day! Sure. Or good luck. Yeah. I don't know what you say those, on Boxing Day. Yeah. Way to box. No. Good luck. Uh, there's clearly plenty of good deals on furniture. Mm-hmm. So man, you know. we're so jealous of your furniture stores. They, they look seem great. really great. Yeah. Yeah. I learned <laughs> what bespoke means today. Yeah. That's I had true. no idea mm-hmm. that it means custom made. Mm-hmm. So thanks. 
furniture store whose name I can't remember. I tried to I remember. Think that one, I think that one was Sharps. It was Sharps. Okay. And then the other one that had the magical thing with like the, yeah. the panels and stuff. Every time I saw that, I was like, that looks great. And that just, the name did not it's stick like with It's like furniture me. something. Yeah. It was a pretty generic type yeah. name. Furn- not furniture direct. No. Anyway. Yeah. We can look it up, I'm sure. <laughs> we can. Uh, yeah. So we'll, you know, see everybody back in a couple weeks mm-hmm. for uh, the full length recaps. That's right. Starting with uh, episode one. Yeah. Whew. <sighs> Six years, people. That's right. Six goddamn years. Ah, We love you guys. We love you guys for sure.